listeners as promised today we are going to talk about the scandalous life of music come on not scandalous but we will be talking about the lesser known life of akbar the greatest mughal ruler of all <laughs> the pure romantic in me is always dreaming of the love story of jodha and akbar but i recently gained some heartbreaking news i read somewhere that jodha bai is only a fictional character how sad just devastating oof well yes and no how is that even possible you mean to say that she existed but did not exist well akbar who is known for great socio political religious and humanitarian reforms in mughal india did marry a rajput princess actually two and apparently after their marriage the first one was named maryam uz something zamani yes right she was a rajput princess for those who don't know who rajputs and moguls are rajputs were the kings which ruled different kingdoms in the state of rajasthan and the mughal rule was one of the most powerful dynasties that ruled india so people believe that there was a rajput princess then named maryam uz zamani who might be our jodha but nobody knows everything from the name of her father raja bharmal singh to the reason she had to marry akbar all are true but in those times no one really called her by the name jodha bai that's probably the work of history and literature wow such an intricately woven lie oh so jodha bai's palace is named after who how can we even know how much truth is revealed to us and how much we can't even see i guess we'll never know unless we dig deeper into the history did you know that akbar had around 12 wives and he was first betrothed at the age of 9 to his cousin for protection why would he need protection didn't he have his father's ministers and all to protect him i mean how would the marriage to his own cousin protect him i suppose even she must have been as old as he was hey bhagwan <laughs> humayun was alive when akbar was first betrothed he much he much needed to protect akbar's cousin as her father had died why does your question make me laugh so much lol <laughs> seems like his life was full of marriages being such an awesome ruler he would have gotten free time so rarely so i think it would have been like oh stuff is going on well out there let's get married <laughs> but i'm sure he would have regretted it all later listening to all those husband wife jokes it sounds like akbar might have had a rather frustrating personal life or should i say scandalous <laughs> thank god polygamy and child marriage aren't trending anymore you know mama always says that in those times kings married several women either princesses whose fathers were defeated or needed help so that these women could be safe secure and happy so marriages were kind of like insurance and peace <laughs> treaties <laughs> yes that reminds me diamonds can be insured but can they be protected against curses lol i'm pretty sure no one would offer an insurance cover on the kohinoor who would want to go bankrupt <laughs> i know right Just imagine a dynasty of royals who ruled the entire world now are only left with their own little yet beautiful country. Sometimes Kohinoor even makes me think of Mahabharat. Well, was it real? 
Oh yes, and if Mahabharat was real, perhaps it was Ramayan. I suddenly feel so happy. Oh ho ho! Stop, Rajdhani Express. You went too far away from our topic, and not many people from our audience would really know the relationship of Kohinoor and Mahabharat. So there was this character in the Mahabharat called Karn. He was a pretty unlucky guy. <laughs> Don't laugh. Although I didn't like him a lot, I cried so much when he died in the serial. Not getting carried away, Karn died a tragic death, killed by his own brother. And people usually blame his death on the most beautiful diamond of all time, of course, Kohinoor. Yes, he owned the Kohinoor, and since then, people say that Kohinoor has been a cursed diamond somehow. Whoever it goes to, it does bad to them. Well, not going into tragedies. Let's go to what funny things happened when the Britishers took Kohinoor away from India with them. What happened? Well, Kohinoor is said to be unlucky for men, not women. Maybe that is why the people who have been able to longest keep possession of it have all been women. Except, <laughs> I think we read somewhere that Queen Victoria might have had an upset stomach after the Kohinoor went there. <laughs> Oh my god right also my favorite incident is when one of our ministers or someone also fell off a horse and then the horse fell on him <laughs> it was literally like the pars- like passing the parcel of bad luck right i mean mythology apart the kohinoor is believed to be mined in the 12th century which is contestable because of its mention in the bhagavad puran which is like i don't know ancient <laughs> and then when uh, and then it went to a couple of dynasties inevitably leading to their downfall until it was surrendered to the british by dulip singh in the 1840s after the british won the anglo sikh war oh kohinoor do you remember that song from that comedy movie houseful panas panati duniya mein kahi dekha hi nahi Oh god. I am so happy I played those lines. The main question though, it still stands. Is there actually something like lucky and unlucky? Which version of the truth can we ex- accept in both cases? Was Jodhabai real? Is the Kohinoor unlucky? I think it is all about what we believe. Don't you think so? This brings us to the end of this episode. Sayonara. Oh, oh, oh wait, wait. Sayonara reminds me next time we are going to take you all on a world tour to discover different unique and almost funny words so stay tuned